0: Okay, I'm excited, Nadine. I'm
1: was, I was so excited, Joy. I, I always look forward to our talks.
0: Yes. And this is going to be a great one because we both are so focused on self care from different perspectives. You can't pour from an empty cup.
1: You have to fill yourself. You have to take care of yourself so that, because we're all, we're, we're, most of us are givers and caretakers, and we're always giving to others. And if you're not taking care of yourself, you have nothing to give to anyone else. Oh. Welcome to The Road to Soul Joy Wellness, where a coach and a therapist explore the journey to living your best life on purpose. Here are Joy Williams and Nadine Husner, your hosts.
0: Good morning, hey, good Joy. Morning. Hey, good morning. hey, good morning. New day, new start. Yes, it's a great day. I'm excited, Nadine. I'm
1: so excited, Joy. I, I always look forward to our talks.
0: Yes, and this is going to be a great one because we both are so Focus on self-care from different perspectives. It'll be a fun one. It'll be fun for everyone too. Let me give you my word of the day. It is Mark 12 31 and I'm using the new international version. The second is this love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. So obviously this is the second commandment. Um, and people often when they think of that commandment, they just think about loving the other person, but in order for you to actually, execute that you need to love yourself first and that is the part of the self care and it from the perspective of of faith it is a holistic thing and oftentimes people want to separate it especially especially people of faith they want to separate the works of the body with everything else in the spiritual but there is no place you can go while you're walking the earth where you're not taking your body so you have to take care of yourself your mind body spirit that is my word of the day
1: that was beautiful joy You know, as you were sharing your word of the day, I have two that often come to mind when I think of self-care and really why it's so difficult for people to really take care of themselves is because they're always taking care of others. So one of my favorite ones is you can't pour from an empty cup you have to fill yourself. You have to take care of yourself so that, because we're all, we're, we're, most of us are givers and caretakers and we're always giving to others. And if you're not taking care of yourself, you have nothing to give to anyone else. And my second most favorite uh, quote about self-care is a closed mouth, don't get back. And oftentimes we try to be superheroes, super, super men, super women and we don't ask for help we don't ask for something and then we go with our needs being unmet so those are my two words of the day and i think if you are if you pour into yourself you you give to yourself you take care of yourself you can do for others and if you don't ask for help then you really you you're not going to get any help and you're going to feel overwhelmed and your needs are not going to get met those are my
0: two words of the day (music) Okay, let's jump into a longer conversation on self-care. I think, uh, I think the first thing people think of for self-care or the generic thing that people think of for self-care is, um, you know, going to a spa and getting your nails done, getting your, your getting a massage, getting, uh, you know, just pampering. So I think that's self-care, but I really think that's the smallest part of self-care. Yeah. Absolutely. That's,
1: I mean, that's such a limited view. And self-care, Joy, isn't a moment in time. It's not a one thing. It's an ongoing. It is a pattern of living. It is intentionality. So yeah, going to a spa, it's in the moment, (laughs) but self-care should be something that's part of your pattern of living.
0: And I think- I think women have a difficulty with self-care. So we're going to use my mother as an example. So even knowing what you like and talking about what you like, my mother prioritizes the wants and desires of other people over herself all the time. So I don't have kids, so I don't really do that. (laughs) I don't really do that. But she, the other day, for example, she's fixing her plate. My sister is not there. And there is a little bit of something. I don't know what it was. Could have been sweet potatoes or greens or whatever. Jill might want some of this. I'm like, um, Jill will find something else to eat if you eat all of it, because it's not a full serving. Jill might want some of it. So I think sometimes in self-care, our selflessness, our desire to look after other people, means we're not taking care of ourselves. And sometimes I think even with parents, with mothers in particular, I don't know that fathers have this issue, but they don't even really recognize what they want because they're looking after some other people. So I think at a base level, sometimes we have to get to like, what is it you want? What is it that would make you the happiest and fulfilled and all of those things? Even what would give you a good meal?
1: I work with, you know, in my practice, I work with many women who after their children have come of age and have moved on in life feel lost you know when their whole lives have been about either being a spouse or a parent it's who am i what are my interests i never thought of what my interests are and we get so lost in doing for others that we forget we also have needs and then you reach a point in your life where those people aren't there anymore and then the question is well who am i what's what's my purpose so taking, the mo- taking time to cultivate your interest or remembering that you have interest, I think is, is key. And, and I, I am definitely the great offender where I'm constantly doing for others. It's just, it's just easier to take care of other people's needs because if I was to take care of my needs, I would be out for maybe like a whole month. <laughs> right. Just doing me. And but we always feel like other people like the world will fall apart if we're not tending to them. And I'm learning that wow, if I'm not there to fix their plate, guess what? They'll find something to eat.
0: Exactly. And that was my point with my mother. I'm like, there's other options of food. She'll find something. She doesn't have to have this. So we give people more credit in that. One of the things that I do under the Soul Joy Wellness Banner is the self-care Saturdays. And they started on Saturdays, one, because we're really focused on the faith community and those people are at church on Sunday. So, um, and, and it is a combination of things because I think one of the things that happens to people is we want to compartmentalize our health and wellness, our fitness, and put it in a box separate from everything else. So we want to say, um, you know, I'm gonna to get to it, I'm gonna to get to taking care of it, but I'm gonna focus on my family and my kids and my job, but taking care of me is is something I'm gonna put off. So it's really trying to put some of those things together it's to say that you know, your spirituality, your your um how you what you eat and all of those things are integrated together. So I think those are things that are important that people don't um talk about as much and don't think about as much when they're thinking of self-care. Mm-hmm.
1: And and you know, I'm sure people might be wondering, well, well, how do I start that? Like, how do I start to do the things that feed me outside of being a caregiver? How, where do I, where do I start? And I like to tell people, just remember what remember what you used to dream of when you were a little child. Remember those dreams, those wishes you had about who you were going to be, go back to that person. And once you connect with that person, you will find those things that you were excited about or that you thought you were going to be one day a ballerina or, you know, the best airline stewardess in town, right? (laughs) You know, finding those things that you love and giving yourself, not giving yourself
0: permission, demanding that you do those things. I like that saying, demanding that you do those things. And I think we really have to be intentional about what we're doing. And one of those things is, is what brings you fun. Like what, you know, is it fun, is it exciting? For instance, I actually, when I'm really working out, because if there, if I had a space where I'm not working out, starting back working out is is annoying. But I like working out. I like working out hard. Now, if you don't like doing that, you need to find something that you do like. If you like jumping rope, if you like, you know, whatever you like. So we will do some adult play dates and hula hoops and all of those things. So even just having, being like a child, like you said, thinking about those things, being like a child and just having fun and not concerning yourself with anything else. Cause I think that's the other thing. It's like, you can turn off all those outside demands and focus on whatever is in front of you. I think that's mm-hmm. very helpful.
1: And, you know, even going back to the whole working out um, mindset, you know my 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 oldest friend um Kathy we've been friends since we were 14 she and we're only 24 now but um, she works out often like it's part of her lifestyle and you know one of the things she says that she does is she wakes up in the morning with that intention this is what I'm going to do she gets dressed with that intention or if she's going to do it later on in the evening Her, the clothes that she needs to work out is easily at hand. It doesn't require any thought or planning. It's almost sort of autopilot. I live, my husband works out five days a week. I come in, I watch him working out and I go about my business, right? Because it is not part of my attention, right? He's fit, I'm a little fluffy. (laughs) he's, He's gonna be like, oh my God. But you know, like for him, he wakes up with the mindset, I'm going to work out and nothing. When I tell you nothing, crying babies, no food in the house, nothing stops him from working out. He literally, literally says, I'm going to work out and then I'll take care of it. And I'm like, the house is on fire. We don't have time for that. So it's definitely a mindset that people have to be into. Um, and like I said, if you wake up in the morning, put on, you know, find that, you know, don't don't make it that you have to ship gears to do it. Like make it part of your flow.
0: You know, a, a couple of things, because we because I'm working from home, I, I live in um, workout gear. So I get dressed, then I'll work out, change my clothes, put more and more workout gear. Um, so I'm always that way. But what you were saying reminded me of, um, it's probably in Becoming, but I think I heard um, michelle obama talk about how uh, president obama would prioritize his fitness and she realized she had to do that for herself that it was it, in the coming. she did yeah that. yeah so she so so she um had had that same experience you did it's like okay all the the house is on fire and he's like yeah i'm gonna work out so yes yeah, <laughs> so it's definitely something that people have to prioritize and i think it's it's easier for people. So, so in my mind, even though I'm trying to get back in shape, I can tell a long story of, I was going to a, a trainer and I thought he was good, but I wasn't getting enough cardio. And as I've said before, I have an AFib and I felt like me walking up and down the stairs. i I felt like um, I, I needed more breath. So I just went to another, went to another thing to do. But in, in, in my mind, I keep telling myself I'm an athlete that I was in, um, high school and college I'm like I'm an athlete I'm an athlete I'm an athlete I should be this should be comfortable um I do want to lose weight but I'm like this should be comfortable I should feel good so that's why I'm doing it because I want the outcome of feeling like I'm an athlete not just looking like one I don't be I want to look like one too. I want flat abs. So let's be clear here. So, um, <laughs> but, but that is the, the motivating thing. And that's, and I, to feel that way, I think people have to figure out what, what feels good for them. And I know because I used to be a regular runner that I know that I can get through that point that I will, that it will feel good. Like it's going to clearly it's taking longer now than it has before, but, um, that I can get through that point. I can feel good with that. So I think one of the problems people have with making all of these things, um, in part of their lives is they don't like what they're doing. <laughs> so it's hard to tell you, you know, how people say how you do everything is how you, how you do one thing and how you do everything. I don't believe that to be true. If you don't like doing it, it, it is harder for you to do. So, um, it's easy, if finding something that you like, like bike riding or whatever, or whatever it is. If you really like weightlifting, and then if you really love the outcome that can help you focus on that, but you really have to look at it differently. I think that's the part. You really have to look at it differently.
1: But I also think to some point too, Joy, you have to give yourself grace, right? The Nadine from when I was you know, in my early 20s and the Nadine to where I am, which we will not speak of. Is, is in a different place, right? And no matter, not no matter, I am not going to get the same results with the same efforts, but I got to still give myself a little bit of grace for what I do do, right? Like sometimes people feel like, well, I'm not working out enough. And then that thought sort of takes the wind out of your sail and you stop working out. But I think self-care, exercise, all those things, whatever you do is, good enough and not to berate yourself that you should be doing so much more we live in a culture that's very shame-faced we're always judging ourselves putting ourselves down for something and sometimes you know what you're doing can be good enough and and really avoiding comparisons not mm-hmm. only with other people but our past selves i would stopped comparing myself to past Nadine, um, I, you know, because I was like, I wasn't happy then. I'm still not happy. When, and when I look back, she was good then, right? But um, it's, it's really about giving ourselves grace and not comparing ourselves and, and allowing us, as we talk a lot in, in, you know, self-help, self-care, being in the moment. I'm good now. I did, you know, I did lift that weight, those five pound weights. I did do that, right? Every little bit counts, every little bit matters. Mm
0: -hmm. And I I do agree. You need to give yourself grace. And then to think of that accomplishment, because if you're trying to do more, I have this vision of running another marathon. If you're trying to do more, say how you're going to get to that. Say, this is, this is the step that's going to help me get to that. And then to have that, you know, joy in the moment, because I, I, I do think you're right. We, we, make our moments less pleasurable than they are because we are thinking of how deficient it is. So when I look at a picture, because I, I don't know, I, I think I've said this to you before. I have a, my own personal kind of uh, reverse anorexia. When I look at myself, my mental picture of myself, I'm thinner than I am. Then I look at a picture and I'm like, what happened? Well, you know that camera adds. it's the oh. camera. <laughs> so I look at, I'm like, oh, wait, let's look less less you know but in the moment in in my mind whatever's going on in my mind I'm still enjoying the moment I'm not waiting to be thinner to have a good time I'm also I um also I feel dressed appropriately I remember in the um in the secret when it was uh on Oprah one of the people said and I thought she was wrong when she said it if you were trying to lose weight uh don't buy any any other clothes any clothes that you know larger clothes because you know it'll help you get smaller no because if you feel like if you feel like you don't look good it not it's not going to motivate you to and do anything except pull the covers over your head so this person had never weighed more than you know, she's you know she was a thin person and i think she never tried to lose weight but you have to feel comfortable in that moment whatever is going on you have to feel that you look good in that moment even though you you have an idea of where you want to be and to give Mm -hmm. yourself, like you said, give yourself grace in those times and say, okay, I'm developing this practice. And I I think that's the other part is we try to change all of these things at once. Like I know I started going to this um, Orange Theory Fitness in November and here it is May, almost June. And I, you know, I would, I would like to have been you know, this felt person that I want to be and have the flat abs, you know, so some of that's going to happen, but really the part is my cardio is better. Um, I probably, I have, yeah, my cardio is better. It needs to be even more, even more better. Um, um, but to give myself the grace of the commitment that I'm regularly there when I'm in town between, Mostly five days a week, some depending on you know, if I have some work obligations, uh, then I work around that and really to say, this is the this is good. It's been good at the time, and it will get even better.
1: yeah, no, absolutely. And even going back to the whole like, I agree with you, Joy. You have to feel good with yourself. And I don't think, you know, your happiness or you feeling good is a number in, you know, clothing size. Um, Wearing what makes you look good, no matter what size you are. um, People are beautiful in all sizes and all shapes. And when you carry that confidence, because there are a lot of women out there who carry confidence, no matter what. I've seen women where I'm like, girl, you need to eat a little bit more, right? But they're walking with a whole lot of confidence. And there's that, you know, there's my curves, my, you know, those women's with curves and they are amazing and the confidence that they have. And I just want to have that confidence when I step out the house, I put my head high, no matter what size I am. And that's And, and self-care is about just self-love, like pouring into yourself, girl, you got this. You know, boy, you got this, you're good. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. we don't always, we don't always do that to ourselves. We don't give the, like, if we were, if we were talking to a girlfriend who was struggling or a boyfriend who was struggling with the ideals or perceptions that we have, we would be like, we would challenge those negative, hurtful thoughts. We would We're like, that is not true. You are beautiful. You are amazing. You are great but we don't start at home. And, you know, sometimes it's like you're almost speaking lies because you wouldn't give yourself that same, same level of grace. But it's, it's really it's really about just allowing yourselves to, you know, self-care starts with compassion. And I think with all things in life and, and the foundation for me with everything I do, I approach everything with love and compassion. I think it was lo- as long as those are the two pillars that you stand on, you stand firm in all situations, bring it in, how you treat yourself, how you treat others, love and compassion. Um, it will take you, it'll take you further than the place of self loath and judgment and shame. Like I said, we live in a society and culture where shame is, is constantly around us because we're constantly comparing ourselves or being held to some standard or you're not good enough you're this or i'm better it's 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 we gotta stop the comparison and just really be in a place of acceptance and tolerance and i know that's a whole nother conversation but
0: (laughs) but it brings it back to even the the um the scripture that, that my word of the day because with the love and compassion so if you're having love and compassion for yourself then you can demonstrate that with other people and I think um, when we talk about you should demonstrate that with other people well you a should. lot of
1: people don't a lot of people demonstrate it I'm sorry to interrupt joy but a lot of people demonstrate it but they're not because I'm in the room behind the closed door with people who can demonstrate love and compassion for a lot of people and they don't do it for themselves
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so you so you need to work on it and, and tie those things together, um, because you really authentically. authentically, yeah, authentically, and because of having that love and compassion for yourself and having love and compassion for others. Because thinking about it in the holistic way is so beneficial for the rest of your life, right? It will help your blood pressure, your because your stress levels will will be lower. Uh, you are in, intentionally moving, intentionally thinking about things, and, and it will just in it will make that more holistic instead of trying to put one thing in a box, like I'm gonna take care of that then to put it together. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that that's the way that we need to look at it more and the way we need to act more. This has been great. So we're gonna give ourselves some self-care. We are today. Yes. (laughs) Every day, every day.
1: Every day we're gonna have a lot of grace that's happening now. Joy, I always love talking to you. We can talk for hours um, and there's always a lot to to discuss and chat about. So I look forward to our next talk.
0: Me too. It's been great.
1: And I hope that what we share um, is beneficial to whoever is listening um, because that's the whole purpose of what we're doing. We want to share with others bring others along on our journey, because everything we talk about, we haven't perfected. It's just, it, it, it's it's a walk <laughs> that we're trying to, on this journey, um, that we're trying to stay mindful and intentional about, not perfect, but be mindful and intentional about.
0: Right. I think that's great. Very good points. And for those who are listening, they're, um, definitely Share with us your thoughts on if it's helpful, what's helpful about it, and what other things you'd want us to talk about. So yeah, until next time. Bye. Bye. Join us next time as we continue to focus on living our best life on
1: purpose. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Road to Soul Joy Wellness. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love your feedback and a chance to answer your questions. And we may even share your ideas on the show. Until the next time, enjoy your time on the road to Soul Joy Wellness.